0: Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of the most iconic people in modern history.
1: For kids growing up in the 80s and 90s, no one exemplified the raw power of masculinity and reaching for your dreams like the governator himself.
0: And we love Arnie, the cigar-chomping, one-liner, spitting, killing machine from the world of bodybuilding to movies to politics and back to movies again.
1: That's why we're exploring all the movies that made the man what he is today. In chronological order. From the beginning. I'm Mike Evans. I'm Stephen Lyons. And this is... I'll, I'll be back, back. catalog. I like this. You should do that. Now play the music.
2: Oh, oh, a going to talk to you about something very important. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> da,
0: da, 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 da. I'll be back. Welcome back to I'll Be Back catalog. With me, Mike Kevin.
1: And me, Stephen Lyons.
0: Today we're joined <laughs> with two of our favorite people.
1: Excellent, we have a wonderful British comedian who uh, lives on our shores, the terrific Anthony Patrick Killen. Good evening, guys. Or is it Killeen? Killeen, yeah. All right. Irish. Triple combo.
0: Triple combo, like a serial killer. And we also have a
1: wonderful... <laughs> I like that you just move on <laughs> from that too. You're like, I'm not gonna give him space to defend himself. <laughs> he's just in there, he's a white male with a triple-barreled name, serial killer. Yeah, and we also have the recently New Zealand Comedy Guild nominated Best Newcomer, very exciting. Hello, I'm Josiah Day, the recently nominated
2: 2017 NZ Comedy Guild Best Newcomer nominee. But,
1: but who knows, who knows by the time this goes to air, you know, you could win, you could be disgraced where we find out you actually have a, a long history of doing comedy in Malaysia. Yeah, that's better than what I thought you were going to say. Well, thank you both so much for joining us for this ridiculous documentary uh, straight from VHS, which it looks like it was filmed on VHS and probably edited in camera. I shouldn't say that because it is quite an artsy, um, lovely documentary when you get into the nuts and bolts of it. But before we dive into that, we do want to actually find out a little bit about how Arnie... Uh, Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger um, might have played a part in your lives before today.
0: We'll start with you, Anthony, uh,
3: what's your history with Arnold Schwarzenegger? My personal history with Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'd say Predator was a huge movie in my life from my, my childhood, watched it way too young, uh, and uh, all me and my friends would go off into the woods and pretend to play Predator, yeah. and my friends, yeah, one of us would be Predator and the other guys would be the, the army guys and running around. Uh, it never ended fairly because the guy who was Predator could just never die, basically. So we would always end up in fights. Yeah, I'm shooting you right now. And even, he's
1: like, yeah, but I'm the Predator. How did invisible. you know where I was? I was invisible. I was that's
3: invisible. You can't see me. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my laser. You're all dead. We played
2: the same game when I was growing up. We, we had a version of Predator when all the kids would uh, run into the forest. Of course, um, the, the Predator, unlike wasn't—he wasn't invincible, but
1: he was 34.
3: <laughs> he wasn't fictional. Oh no, he, was...
0: he had dreadlocks. Weirdly, though, whenever like you cause him, he just sets off a thermonuclear device, which is devastating for <laughs> yeah, the d- local d- economy. D-
3: d- how old were you? That? How, how old was the first viewing? I think as soon as it came out on video, my dad had it. I don't know what year this is.
0: Or... I would put it around oh 94. No, they're alien, actually.
1: Yeah, don't, don't, don't let Mike just throw numbers out there. We've been caught by this
3: before. It's what I do. I'm, <laughs> I'm very guess around 9 or 10, I guess. 9 or 10. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I saw Tim to 2 when I was 9. Yeah, And right. I, That informed a lot of my playground habits as well, as we took to being T-1000. Right, yeah. Yeah, so
3: yeah. My dad would not try and let me watch some of the like, gross scenes in films, so gruesome or the like, naked scenes or whatever, and he would always make me look the other way. Um, but there was a fish tank in my dad's room and I could see the reflection through the fish tank, so I did to see this. Oh, my dad That's never knew that.
1: That's, uh, we, my family went a different way about it in the fact that we emigrated uh, to New Zealand, back to New Zealand from Saudi Arabia, and they scrambled any of the risqué content in any of our movies that we had on video when we came in, into Saudi Arabia. So when we came into New Zealand, our version of Caddyshack is surreal. Because <laughs> it's all just like like you get four minutes and then scramble for a minute and then you get another twelve minutes and you're like, what's going Wait, on? And then it scrambles. You have
0: to actually like sit there and watch the scramble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
1: can, yeah, they don't cut it. It's not a digital file, so they, you're just they the sensors at the time. I'm sure technology's moved forward, but they just sit with the VHS playing and then they just press the scramble button while when the scrambly stuff needs to happen. So, so
0: Bill Murray like delivers a joke, everyone laughs and then a woman, like, is just about to go on screen and it just goes...
1: Scramble, <laughs> scramble, scramble, scramble. Weird. Not not the best. Uh, so, what was your, uh, experience with Arnie growing up? Um, well, probably the first, the first, uh, Arnold Plottenegger film was,
2: saw this Terminator, the beast one, um, three. <laughs> <laughs> was it, three? Yeah, well, it's, it's the one where, um... Rises of Machines. Yeah. How old was I when that came out? You guys don't know. You know my parents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do like there's a lot of throwing around as though we all know how old each other are.
2: I'm 22. if That makes.
1: But as a 22 year old, there's not. It's there hasn't been a lot around for you because your most of your formative Arnie years, he was governating.
0: He was, yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, so, and you like, I highly doubt that you were as a 15 year old uh, kid going. Oh, I can't wait to see Arnold give a press conference about. I, I, I have watched
2: um, the other ones. Though. I did watch Terminator One and Terminator Two. The thing is, like I've seen them, but I can't really like they didn't have so much of an effect on me that I remember what happened.
1: Were you a fan, uh, like growing up? Were you a fan of action films or anything um, like that?
2: Uh, I like the, the the kung fu ones, so like Jet Li and stuff, and yeah, that's that's where I get my action kick from.
3: <laughs> oh, kick, yeah, yeah different punching. Kind Arnie of wouldn't have been kicking. I don't think would they
1: they couldn't get the knees up. <laughs> it's too it's too strong. His thighs would just explode. <laughs> So, they, but there are some. I mean, they have the expendables, they have a little bit of the martial arts versus, well, basically the Eastern martial arts versus the Western punch. Yeah, group
0: they have, they have um, Jet Li in the first one, I think they are Tony Ya in the second one, which is cool. Again,
2: representation. Ong I'm, I'm back. See, I know about foams. <laughs> so, what's your favorite Jet Li film? Uh, probably oh, this is gonna be embarrassing. The one. <laughs> <laughs> Can anyone remember the one? I remember the one. Is that was that the
0: martial
1: arts version of Highlander? Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. Oh. Yeah. Pretty much with a multiverse. With a multiverse? Uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. A,
2: lot of, a lot of um, what's that? Paparotch. <laughs> yeah, that, that sort of music. Or it's just all that sort like of. Like
1: evanescence. Music?
0: Yeah. Sort of. No, it ends on a paparotch song, where Jet Li is sent to a multidimensional prison where he is oh. at the top of a pyramid oh. and just like beats everyone to death
1: it's, oh. it's, a, it's a fun so movie so it's like American Gladiators?
0: yeah but with like
2: kick ass martial arts yeah it's, it's like, like a, it's the final scene of the film too like, it's just shit on top of the mountain saying oh who's gonna fight me? I am Yuloh! I'm nobody's bitch! yeah that's what that's what <laughs> happens! and then he fucking just all these like white supremacists are trying to run <laughs> up the mountain but he's just punching them off the mountain
1: were they white supremacists in the movie, or are you putting that on? Uh,
2: thought this is just what I this is what I thought. Like, no, I like that you put that's that why in. They're
1: there. in the, that they're in the prison. Here. If you look at them, you can tell.
2: You yeah. can tell. You can see yeah. in their eyes, and it just zooms out, and that's the end of the film. Everyone <laughs> applauds. It's just like
0: an endless pyramid of, of battle.
1: So th- wait, and is that him in heaven, or is that him in hell? That's him in prison because he's a bad bitch, and they sent him away because he keeps murdering, him, keeps murdering himself. But he can't just murder people forever.
0: He can. not That's what he does. That's when he gets his power. Yeah, he's got to murder himself. A so, times.
1: Is there a sequel to this movie? Because there should be, I want to see. No, there.
0: it's only the one. <laughs> Literally, the one.
1: Would it be called the second, or would it be called the two?
2: The two would be good, actually.
1: Right. I think the two would be good.
2: Well, it's because um, there's, there's like the premise, is like Highlander, but um, it's all Jet Li. So Jet Li only gets powerful if he kills himself. Not like suicides, but he kills other versions of yeah. himself. So there's one bad Jet Li. And there's one
1: good Jet Well, statistically, you'd think there'd be more good Jet and more bad Jet no, no, Everyone's no, on the scale, right? The bad Jet
2: that... killed all the other Jet because
0: he's that bad. Uh, ba- based on the experience that I've had in life, I think all I need to do is just sit back and relax. And most of them will take care of themselves.
1: <laughs> oh, oh so here, I don't know enough. Of, do, is the mythos, not that we're diving too deep into the mythos of the one, uh, That's though, what the though we should. Is That's now. what the podcast's about now. Forget about it, Arnold. <laughs> this is the one cast. All right, it's very important. That it's But do you get more powerful just when they die, or do you have to be in the splash zone? No, no.
2: just when they die. So, um,. When jet, bad Jet was killing all the other Jet League's good, Jet League was getting stronger too. But he didn't know why. He was like, wow. Yeah. And this was freaking out. because, like, wow, you should go to
1: the doctor because you can jump way higher than normal now. And it's weird. He's like, I'm not going to the doctor. I'm going on Ninja Warrior and earning myself $100,000. I feel like I would end up planning it all out with way too much empathy. And I'd have everyone's documents laid out. I'd have all of the like index cards. And I'd be like, all right. He's about to die anyway, he's got a bone cancer, I, this is how it's gonna work, I'll go and help him. And then the door would kick open and it'd be Evil Steven and I'd be like, I thought I was Evil Steven! <laughs> Boom, I'm dead, he takes all of my power.
0: Lincoln
1: Park starts playing. Lincoln Park. <laughs> so we, before we move on to the uh, documentary, we're, we're gonna get back on target, all right? We can't talk about the one forever. We're
0: gonna- I want to, I kind uh, of want to <laughs>
1: Join us up over the Christmas season when we come back with the one Jetly: uh, The One cast.: The One cast. Uh, so before we jump in and talk about the actual documentary, those of you who are not familiar with this ridiculousness, today we are actually here not just to talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger, but to talk about one movie of his in particular. And that is the documentary "The Comeback," which centered around veteran Mr. Olympia Arnold Schwarzenegger and hopeful competitor Tom Platt otherwise known as is that a mustache and does he have chewing tobacco in Tom Platt's. He um,
0: kind of looks like a chipmunk.
1: He, he I can't work out. He looks like his wisdom teeth were pulled out right before the competition. Uh, he's got such a strong jawline it was threatening.
0: He's got such a strong jawline that it folds around the side of his face.
1: <laughs> it, was, it was pow. It was very pow. So we're going to talk we're going to talk about that Um, you got to strap in because there's uh, there's 80 synth music there's gym montages that last uh, way longer than you would have expected uh, and it's all building up to a a very big twist ending but Mike's going to give you uh, what the internet synopsis is of this delightful undertaking
0: After an absence of 5 years, 6 times Mr. Olympia winner Arnold Schwarzenegger makes a controversial comeback and attempts to take the World Bodybuilding
1: Championship for the 7th time ah oh, will he take it will he succeed uh if you haven't watched the movie now's a great time to pause the podcast go and watch this documentary p.s it's free on youtube uh, it's 45 minutes and it's only 45 minutes long which you imagine if they cut all of the posing montages out maybe 15 minutes long
0: yeah and if you, if you yeah. play it at 1.25 speed that's like well, 33 minutes
1: so we're going to play some of that awesome intro music from this that sounds like it's from a, a character select screen of an 80s fighting game <laughs> we'll be back in a second We're back um, with The Comeback. We're back with The Comeback. Um, The Comeback, of course, a documentary, not a docudrama like Pumping Iron.
0: No, this is a straight-up documentary from the world of Australia.
1: Yes. (laughs) Was it filmed by Australians?
0: It was filmed by Australians, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Well, good on them. Good on them. Oddly enough, that built more empathy in, into my heart for some reason.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's clear because the um, Mr. Olympia 1980 was took place in Australia,
1: Sydney, and it's all it's all take a, it's all shot in Sydney, right? Yep. Um, and it's actually edited. We bounce around from shots during the contest to shots uh, to interviews before the contest to interviews pretending that they were taken before the contest, but it clearly <laughs> shot after the contest. What, what,
2: what is it? Is like a work
1: suit, and he's at the... not
2: work suit, was it called? Like a... workout gear? Yeah, and he's at the beach. It's like a fucking... Like, you can tell it's a shitty day.
1: <laughs> uh, oh yeah, with uh, old Tom Platt yeah. hanging out in the one ty- day that he was available yeah. to shoot. With his flip-flops in the track pants hanging out. Talking about philosophy. Oh, He had some very good thoughts on philosophy. Uh, which was wonderful, because uh, he, he, I get messed up thinking about philosophy, but it helped him, and I like that.
3: Uh, <laughs> it's one of my favorite quotes. I don't quotes, but it was Tom from that part of the, of the documentary when he just said, I questioned my existence. <laughs> oh. He got from talking about bodybuilding to questioning his own existence. It was great.
1: This was quite an un- like the journey of her, uh, of Tom Platt's during this was was the actual character undergoing change, right? Like yeah. Arnold did nothing. He just was real. Like he was on like a six out of ten the whole way through. It's just fucking murdering it, just killing it. Yeah,
2: yeah. That was a
0: really interesting thing. Especially the uh, difference between pumping iron and this is Arnie was a lot more humble. And a lot more kind of low key in his in his like performance. Because
1: I thought it was doubtful. He felt like a lot yeah. of it was, but a lot of the footage of him during uh, the actual competition, he looked nervous and worried. Whereas uh, Pumping Iron, um, which if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. It's one of the best docudramas uh, ever made. Are there more than one docudrama?
0: No, but it is okay. the best. It is it the best. Is,
1: uh, but it's a ama- But his whole thing is his pomp and his uh, charisma and his like. I'm going to win this, I know I'm winning it, I already have won it in my mind and that's the whole way to win it. Whereas this time he was just there and he's like, uh, okay, it's good to be back. Yeah, it and, was weird, it
0: was really strange, but it was interesting to see, um, I don't know, his
3: vulnerability, which, which I hadn't like seen before, uh, ever, really. He just said he could like feel the eyes on him and he felt yeah. a little bit nervous, being a, like a meat or whatever, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he felt the pressure, yeah. He, um,
2: he said something very interesting, too, when he was like, I want to be the sort of guy to be loved by everybody. I was like, whoa.
1: No, that's always been Irony's thing, is he's all about, like, wanting to be cherished and, like, remembered. Pumping Irony talks about wanting to, you know the uh someone who you know people remember him for years and years later what were his like examples jesus
0: or a dictator yeah
1: <laughs> jesus where been, uh, Those were his uh yeah, yeah austrian and then i believe he directly went on to talk about putting beer on his cereal yeah
0: um that was a really interesting thing like within so we had the the boring opening credits which
1: worst star wars crawl ever Right, they barely even moved. The opening scene, which of course was, uh, was all the posing.: but and within the of- first like what
0: five minutes of the movie, Arnie was already pitching the Conan movie.:
1: Yeah, Oh yeah. yeah.
0: which was a bold move.
1: He was talking about how he was getting ready for the movie. He was like, "I'm doing the sword fighting, the dancing, the <laughs> bodybuilding. Hold up, Arnie, how much dancing is there in Conan? And we'll find out next week, by the way, mm. when we watch Conan, arguably his first big movie. So, I, I haven't seen it. Oh, well, you got to check it out. We will be watching it for the dancing. I want to see what that dancing looks like. We move through, we do some bodybuilding, we hang out with Tom Platts a little bit, which is great, just chilling by the water.
0: I, th- I think the thing to, to mention, though, is like Arnie does reveal that he decided that it was a challenge for him because he wanted to do something in eight weeks that would normally take a person a year to build up to yeah that's pretty impressive to, to have that level of self confidence where it's like I could do this
1: but he's also doing something in eight weeks that he's already done six times
0: yeah but still like, that's, that's impressive like it like the confidence uh...
1: I didn't see that confidence come through on game day he looked worried he looked nervous
0: well when he was on stage did you not feel like he turned it on No, oh, he
1: knows but he knows how to pose he's a killer poser it was wonderful. I liked that. Oh, we can jump to the end days. Mm-hmm.
2: You can jump. I like the end when he was going like that, um, and the Australian dude was next to him. And well, I can't tell, what it looks like he's... Yeah, they were doing some... Those guys were
1: apparently quite head-to-head. They were very... Um, oh, you
2: can tell, but Arnie's smiling the whole time. Like, What's you gonna do? What's you gonna do, little Australian? Come on, i mean, <laughs> I
0: mean that, that's that. I think that's the thing that's really clear throughout the movie, that the reason Arnie wins is because he has charisma. He genuinely has charisma, all the rest of the guys are like, solidly built, they have their own weaknesses, but Arnie is
3: by far the most crowd-pleasing person there. Yeah, even when he left stage, he was about to leave the whole stage area and then he came back and did like a few more poses to the crowd and they were loving it.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and you you know you want a little bit more, I give you a little bit more, but then I take it away again. (laughs) And you think, just when you think, oh no, Arnie's done, that's it, I'm never going to own back, here I am to pose some more. That
0: was the, that was the thing that, we were, that was Arnie's main weakness for like this Mr Olympia is his thighs are small.
3: Yeah, I read that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you know, Tom Platz is known as the Quad Father.
1: <laughs> the Quad Father. The
3: Quad Father.
0: If you come to uh, come to uh, the Davis Dalls's wedding, and he'll do some squats for you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm going to make you a squat you can't refuse. Oh, <laughs> uh, we were talking about Arnie's confidence though and he had a uh, that nice moment in the gym which I quite liked where he uh, oh. when he he like slams the weight on <laughs> and he gets the other guy and the other guy places on he's like no no and there's cameras around if they hit it.
0: That was great. I think that was the thing that's, that's awesome about Arnie is that he's so intrinsically aware that he's an entertainer. Yeah. And and he like Embraces it and so is it's like managing the people around him to try and make the documentary better.
3: Yeah, and it makes
2: you warm to him
3: when watching. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've never really had an opinion on Arnold, but after watching this, I'm like, he's a he's a cool guy. I'd like to be friends with him. Or we'll just know him. Just like, just like I'd be happy that he knew that I was,
1: existed, like that I was around. that you you're not expecting to come mm-hmm. to, you know, Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, but like, if we were walking past, he'd be like, that's just Josiah.
2: 2017, he's the comedy girl, best newcomer nominee. And he knows he's that because when he
1: walks past you, he looks back and it's on your calves. Fantastic calves. Oh, and what is this? <laughs>
2: 2017.
3: Anthony, uh,
0: is there anything that you're proud of of yourself?
3: Uh, I got to the finals of the, the 100-meter front crawl when I was about 11, swimming. Did, did you win? No. Last. In the final, though.
1: Yeah, in, to in be the in the finals, finals basically means you're nominated. You were nominated, yeah, to, nominated
3: win. to win. Yeah.
1: By okay. getting into the finals, that's basically the nomination. Though. It's tattooed on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> did <laughs> any of you guys grow up with American or Australian Gladiator?
2: Yeah, American. Oh, I didn't grow up. I must have been. Gladiator. But did
1: you watch it? I Are you familiar it. with it? Or the British, UK Gladiator. Yeah, right?
2: oh,
1: yeah, We had Wolf. Yeah, of course. And Wolf uh, oh, and oh, Hunter.
2: Americans had Wolf.
1: I think Wolf exists. Where, let's face it, Wolf Turbo Blade Laser. Oh, who Fire knows? Dome. Fire Dome Thunderface. Yeah, they're all in there. Okay, you just say names, but uh, riddle me this, because it, it, every time I saw Tom Platts, I was like, that guy has to be the inspiration for American Gladiator. Oh my God, you're so right. Oh, he the... was like a perfect American Gladiator.
0: Yeah, he he looked a bit like um, uh, who was the main bad guy in uh, Running Man? Which we'll get to
1: in, in Running Man. Yeah, uh, I mean, my argument would be that the presenter of the Running Man show was the main bad guy.
0: Well, okay, let's not get into the politics of it. <laughs> um,
1: but you're meaning uh, Jesse Ventura?
0: It was Jesse Ventura. It was yeah, similar kind of thing with the uh, handlebar. Mm. Yeah,
1: his his mustache. fucking <laughs> mustache! His mustache was so. It seemed like uh, just so softly put on. like It seemed like someone had just like, lightly put it across there. But that's also something where it's like very... The, one of the things I loved watching this documentary was how 80s and 70s it was.
0: That's what I was going to say. There was, some, it was such a transitionary period that the clothes were kind of 70s but there was this weird 80s tone hitting it, especially with the music. There was this real transition going on.
2: Really interesting. interesting. That's not quite it, but <laughs> it's
0: close.
1: Well, up. yeah, because the, the whole point of it was there needed to be so many layering. It's like that, it's that, but then with like a. <laughs> and then like
0: a. Yeah, those like synth pad like, drum things. Mm-hmm.
1: Which, oh. All of it sounded. They had like they had the character select screen, and then later on there was a really nice moment. Uh, I think for one of the montages where it sounded like one of those continue screens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where... Or like a
0: password input screen.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I lot in the film how um, they do cut from one scene to the other. They'll just freeze frame. That made it seem like it's the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, they just freeze frame on like. Um, What's his name, Tom's face? When you say something, you get smile and it frees like freezes. Freeze oh, frame. that was right at the end. Like, oh, a couple times through. Yeah, the yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: It was, it was strange. Every, obviously, we all watched it online. So, every time it frees up, I was like, is it, is it buffering? No, yeah. no, no, we're back on. We're back good. <laughs> so. It
1: was the worst. I was like, am I? Oh, I have to click. You click back. You're like, Yeah. Um, one of the things that Tom says that made me very happy uh, was that uh, I believe bodybuilding is more mental than physical. Oh. Which I completely agree with, because mentally, I am unable to get myself to physically work out.
0: I agree. I, I think, I think it's, it's a fine point.
1: It's a very fine point, but I also feel like when he said it, I think that it, for him it resonated very <laughs> deeply. Whereas <laughs> I was like, no, of course it's mental, alright? Because here's the thing, I do five reps, and then I stop and go and eat a hamburger. That's mental, that's not physical.
0: Yeah, I, I tried working out like the other week after watching Pump and Iron.
1: <laughs> Which was like three weeks ago now.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I did some stuff. And then I was like, I feel physically tired now. I think I'm done. And then I stopped.
1: But the key word there is, uh, is think. Mm. I think I'm done. Oh. Your body wasn't done. It wasn't through with it. You've got to push through.
0: I mean, these are guys without personal trainers. They don't have a person standing there shouting at them. They just do it themselves, staring into a mirror, saying you're not good enough, you're not good enough.
2: Yeah, there was, there was a lot of that intense just dudes just staring at themselves. Like, yeah, because yeah, you've
1: got to examine. Yeah.
2: The, the way um, Arnold was talking about, it, like, oh, it can be boring sometimes, but I can't do the voice. <laughs> oh, I loved it. But I, I, I just focus on a body part. And I'm, Where am I from? Where am I from? <laughs> he's talking about how he um, just focuses on a body part, and he's, he's got to, like, fake the excitement. He's got, like, bold excitement up to do things. I thought it was really, really interesting. Like, yeah, like,
0: What does he actually like? Is it like, my muscle is, is a man in a war and he needs to defeat the, <laughs> this, this, this other arm, so I'll move the arms together. It's like he has
2: these like, weird, intricate stories in his head. No, it can't be fair to this one. This one's bigger. This one doesn't have a chance now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a vampire.
1: <laughs> I have to build him up. My muscles. Which I would
3: also love just a vampire working out at the gym.
0: The is he wouldn't be able to check his form, would he? Oh
3: yeah, no, yeah. Back. It's funny that you said you worked out after pumping iron, because I may have joined the gym the very same week I watched the comeback. I'm now a member of a gym, I've not been a member of a gym for years, and the, the week I watched the comeback I'm now a member and I've been going every single day So it's drilled some discipline into me. Good Seeing lad. Those, yeah. Steve's looking at my arms, yeah you can't tell. I don't <laughs> see any change.
1: <laughs> Where <are> your muscles? <laughs> Oh yeah, there was a little bit of and muscles saw, when you he held them I saw up.
3: A pop,
2: I saw a pop. Yeah, I saw Congratulations. Some. Good you, man.
3: Tan yeah. into the next stage, you know. Get out yeah, of get song. oiled up.
2: I, I saw the film. I just got angry and <laughs> not not just, the muscles, just the film itself. I was like, this is a dumb film. I can't believe I had to watch this. <laughs>
1: just a hey, stress, man. Yeah. It's a documentary. It's very important that you you know. This, you, this, do you watch a lot of documentaries? No, I don't know why. Well, you do, because they're not interesting to you. I feel like you knew why, but you didn't want us to You were like, I don't want them to know that I find the it boring. Is for nerds. <laughs> why. The past nerds. Past isn't I mean, nerds like to learn about history. They do you know learning? So
0: when you go to the gym, uh, like what what what's influenced you? I mean, besides the combat,
3: like um, I've actually always been interested in watching documentaries with uh, sports stars or whatever that are just insanely driven people. I've always watched pe- those kind of documentaries, I've always, but I've never actually let them affect me. You know, I've just always fantasized that one day maybe I will be as disciplined. And then this one, yeah, it was just the right time for me. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on this and we'll start going to the gym. I was thinking about it anyway, and just seeing how focused they were and. You know, avoiding that existential dread, according to Tom Butts. And these days week. with podcasts, you know not as bored. Years ago when I tried going to the gym, it was just incredibly boring. Now you can listen to a fine podcast like this.
1: I mean, oh. to be honest, when I work out, I only play the theme music from the comeback. <laughs> <laughs>
3: One of the songs in there was actually uh, a, a default ringtone for my alarm on my phone. <laughs> Seriously, it, it triggered something in my brain when I heard it. I was like... I'm like,
1: <laughs> um, late for class in, uh, in 2001. Um, so we, I watched this, I think we all watched this streaming, right? Yeah. And I really miss I got to watch Pumping Iron in 4K. I tracked it down in 4K and it was amazing. And it was a real bummer to watch this because everyone was so blurry. One of the thing I noticed like uh, in Pumping Iron is how swole everyone was. And, like you could see the muscles, you could see all the like tendons and stuff. And this one everyone just kinda of felt a little blurry, yeah. a little soft core. A little softcore.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I found a downloadable copy of it. Um it took a while to download on my shitty Wi Fi, I finally got it, and then it was only in Italian audio. Oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it looked
3: great when they were doing the poses, yeah. Uh. <laughs> So that was a that was a DVD movie? Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got such good
2: impressions and then you're Italian is just <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: uh, it's known as uh, Mario falls down a well.
0: Aww. The essence of all- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I mean, Franco was in it. He's Italian. Franco was he in it. He yeah. popped in. I was. Uh, you guys might. I don't know if you know this, but Franco is the, uh, an Italian who featured very a very good friend of Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, featured prominently in the uh, Pumping Iron. And he wasn't in it for the first twenty odd minutes of this one, but then he popped up. He did. Is he the little dude? He was a little dude who <laughs> uh, was. Which I like that he's little and weighs like one hundred and ninety oh, pounds. Geez. That's
0: the thing is because he's because he's so wide, it makes him seem smaller.
1: Yeah, he's. And he
2: was standing next to Arnold. So.
3: Yeah, Arnold's like six two or something. That's yeah.
2: It's... Well, he's not that tall. No. Nice, not that tall. Well, that's the thing is like when you see him on stage next to all those
0: other guys, he oh, really towers.
2: That... Tells... Yeah, well, must be little too.
1: <laughs> it's like basketball players is like you know, wrote, like all of the coaches seem tiny next to basketball players, but they could be like six just foot three people. Yeah, they're just regular people hanging out doing their thing.
2: Well, what's the average height for a muscle, not a muscle, a uh, bodybuilder?
0: I think it varies, but uh, around that time, like most of them were around 5'11". And Arnie's just those few inches that he wants. He looks
2: way bigger though. Mm-hmm.
0: The thing, the thing that I think that you notice with Arnie is like his chest and his lats were so big, wow. that whenever he was like stood next to them, his his wideness was enough that you see the V shape more clearly with him. And that, that, that's, that's to be fair why you won.
1: But that's also the thing is, like, he looks so massive because that's what he did. Like, he sculpted yeah. himself to look such a good, like, such a well-proportioned, sizable. Because even when you see him next to other bodybuilders who are taller or more muscular, is, like, he's just was so well-portioned. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, yeah. in 1980, not as much as he was in 1975 when he mm-hmm. was really crushing it. But he's still huge.
0: Yeah, and the thing is that, like... So should we go into like the, contra- the the controversy behind it? Yeah, yeah. So, Ooh. so the nineteen eighty one, like uh, you were meant to sign up a month before. Arnie decided that he was going to do it two days before, and there's a big rigmarole about it. There's a lot of like controversy around. Wait, whatever. two days
1: before the month sign up, or two days before the event? Two days before
0: the event, he said, what? "I want to do this." And the judges had to have a little quorum, and they were like, no, okay.
4: that was
0: the answer. And then they said, okay, that's fine, because he, he's a hero, he's a, he's a, he's a national star, he's, he's, he brought building, bodybuilding to the mainstream, and so they let, let him on. But it was hugely controversial because it wasn't really fair. Everyone else had played by the rules, Arne didn't, they brought him on board, uh, also, joining the competition, he would like step out of line and do, and, yeah. and pose in between. He'd
1: also, between retiring and being going back into the competition, he was working with the actual competition as uh, an ambassador for the competition. So he knew all the judges, he knew everyone involved. He was
0: good friends with a bunch of the judges.
1: Ah, oh, oh, that's why it's all real sneaky. Yes,
0: oh. But that's the thing: oh, is, is like you hear all this background stuff, but when you see him on stage and you see the reaction that he gets from the audience, you're kind of like, well, it's, it's close, but
2: he still feels like the winner to me. Yeah. He, do, he does. He, he, there's just something about him. He just can't, like, all the other dudes are kind of boring, but you he can't help watch Arnie. and just, like, it's, it's weird. I like him now. It's his charisma. He has, yeah. he has natural
0: charisma. He, yes. he's the only one who felt like he was enjoying himself while yeah, on stage yeah
2: he smiled
1: yeah, yeah because he just rocked on up the rest of them were like hey <laughs> I trained for a year and this dick just turned up
0: that was the thing about at the end of the movie when, they, when uh, towards the end and they were talking about like oh, I just want food and it's like oh I just want a pizza and, and a bottle of wine and it's like oh you're all like feel horrible right now bodybuilders are hungry because the day before like they, they fast for like a good 24 to like 48 hours before an event so that the muscles expand and, and there's no fluid in the body. So they dehydrate themselves as much as possible so the muscles pop and, and they get all vascular. And then, like, literally before they go on stage, they, they'll usually have, like, a shot of whiskey. <laughs> which we'll get to. Uh, but, yeah, they, 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 get, they get themselves to a point of, like... When you see a bodybuilder on stage, it's the most unhealthy form that they can be in. Jeez. And they go on stage and they start, like, flexing and yeah, hold themselves. Yeah, but they look great. Yeah, they look beautiful. <laughs>
1: Magnificent, right? Um, And this was so. This actually uh, transitions into me talking about something that I found weird, which was how long the posing um, montages were. Yeah.
2: Oh, nice.
1: So here's my thing that I realized when I was watching it. There's no internet, so this was probably for a lot of people watching Uh, this documentary was probably the first time they'd ever gotten to see a good posing reel. Like, you, you imagine in 1980 getting access to seeing, like, if you're interested or passionate about bodybuilders, which uh, at that time millions of people around the world were, um, and so I was like, oh my god, three minutes of Frank Zane posing is intense. But then you realize, like, oh, this was probably at the time like a skate video. Like, yeah, you got totally. to hang out and just, you're like, whoa, okay, he's doing this, you know, because these guys... Are at the top of their game. Like it's very important to remember, they were all world champions yeah. to get into the Mister Olympia competition.
0: I'd say that it's one of the main differences between this movie and Pump and Iron is that it doesn't build itself as a docudrama. It's a documentary. It's a straight up documentary about bodybuilding. So the content reflects that, and that's why it's a little bit boring.
1: And on that note, do they play the music? for the whole auditorium to listen to, or was that just added later? Is it like a figure skating kind of thing, where I get to choose my music? Or do I pose in silence and cheers with my friends and colleagues? No, yeah.
0: they, they get to choose their music and they, and they have a routine set to it. That's, that's a thing. Was the music that we were listening to the ones they were listening yep. to? Yep.
1: So no pressure, no pressure now, but uh, Anthony, what's your music that you're posing to? Damn. Just I'm asking you the same question. We're, we're gonna get to you in a second. Mike, I'm gonna ask you as well. I will tell you this straight off the bat. Mine's Karma Police. Um, but it's a very, if you picture a metronome, it's very, it's very much like a metronome of depression.
0: <laughs> I think for me, it would, it would be Blondie's Call Me.
1: Oh, nice. Upbeat. Call me. Ba-da-da-da-da. And I'll,
0: I'll
3: jazz it up, you know. I go for some kind of uh, Michael Flatley. Irish
1: sugar. oh powerful you're gonna
3: keep that up for three minutes oh hell yeah you gotta bring your head it, Jen. yeah definitely nice. oh, I love some Morris dances in the background
0: that's a good chance to show off those calves
3: yeah. <laughs> nice Josiah what do you got
2: I'm trying to think of songs but I can't All I can think of is Silent Night because it's
1: <laughs> that's it throwing it
0: in there I love so, it
2: Silent Night maybe.
0: just like a really somber soulful movement <laughs>
1: Nice. But you get to pick the singer, who do you want to be singing Silent Night for your bodybuilding clothes um, off? Can the person be there? Like, can, can, I can arrange uh, it, they will be there.
2: Ooh.
0: Now I
1: feel like you don't care about how they sing, you're just trying to trick you, you, this I mean, hypothetical situation anyone? into you meeting them. So
2: can yeah. it be anyone else but Bublé? I was going to say Ben Lammas.
1: Oh nice, I like that.
2: It's, no one gets that reference but it's okay, because it's for me. That's, right. That's, right. That's Ben Lummis is a,
1: a, I thought he was a famous New Zealand singer. He's a NZ Idol winner. Well, yeah. He become sick and, I think he came second. But when he, he went on and it. released a couple of
2: albums, right? I don't remember, I just thought it would be a funny name to say.
1: I mean, it's a delightful name to say. You everyone just
2: some sort, some sort of, some, in, some sort of NZ celebrity that everyone was can be like oh i remember i want it to be like like a like a um
0: of tempo version no no not like it a, like
2: a, um you know how sometimes you'll hear someone sing a song and like like when people sing a really good rendition of hallelujah mm. and it's, it's never like hallelujah it's like like real like oh this is oh, it's, it's really exhausting ah, uh, hallelujah you want to yeah. like some gravitas <laughs> yeah that's the word I'm
4: hallelujah
3: That you know, as Arnold, <laughs> ah, hallelujah! <laughs>
1: hallelujah! <laughs> then said, Come to me, and I she said the word, and then the other, the other word, and something, something. What is it gonna do to you? <laughs> hallelujah! That's what you have Hallelujah. Oh yeah. I don't know why I'm singing for someone else posing. (laughs) This isn't helping me at all. Oh my god.
2: That would be the way to go. Give me Arnold Schwarzenegger after you sing
1: hallelujah while I pose. David said to the Lord, is that the one? I don't know the lyrics. (laughs) I got distracted because they were in the spaceship and they were having the sex. I'm only familiar with the version they played during <laughs> The Watchmen. I've never I've never heard it anywhere else. Who does who does the original track?
0: I can't remember. I'm not a fan, it's too religious for me.
1: They uh, I'd listen to it if it was done by my chemical romance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that is that you trying to call back to the one?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> Maybe were they in that? Were they in the one? I don't think no, so. I wouldn't have put them in the <laughs> no, same. Totally they yeah. yeah. were. Yeah, no, 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 no. that's like
0: Alien Farm or some 41.
1: No, No, uh, I was actually going for The Watchmen. I believe that uh, my Chemical Romance is on. It. They, they do they a cover. I believe so.
2: What's the Watchmen? Watch? Was that the film with the dude with the mask? Yeah.
1: Yeah, the uh, not Batman. Yeah, that's a cool Oh, one. no, I was thinking the, the owl. Uh, yeah, yeah, the
2: Oh, it's got the space, dude, eh? It. it just, just zaps him at the end. Yeah, with it?
1: his ding-dong wandering yeah. around. Yeah, it's just fucking... Professor Manhattan? Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan? Yeah. He never quite made it. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Oh, I was trying to get my professorship, but I got uh, melded with all matter.
0: Uh-oh, I can teleport to Mars but well. Never quite got that professorship.
1: She, oh, how disappointing. Couldn't they even get him an honorary? Other things that we want to talk about before we move on from this. Uh, I loved Arnold posing. I don't know if any of you guys noticed. That was the thing where I felt like he got back into his stride. Yeah, the weird thing the is
0: during his posing, and he had the most positive, upbeat music.
2: Anyone else think that? i wouldn't noticed. No, I was, I was too I make up on that. Mm. i forgot that it was music. I was just looking at these dudes. Like, oh. You know,
0: yeah. to, to be honest, <laughs> the music is probably the same as everyone else's. It's just in my stall. Like, <laughs> there goes Arnie. Yeah. There goes Arnie doing his thing. Oh,
1: oh, powerful, 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 moving. But he does. He does so well because he, he he strikes and he does like a little bounce. Yeah. Which, I don't know if any of you guys have ever studied mime or anything like that, but it's like that popping, it's the if you, popping and locking. If anybody studies
0: animation, you understand that you need to just overextend a little bit, because it, 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 it gives it that pop. Yeah. My favourite pose of his is when he's like, it feels like he's like holding a crystal ball, yeah. and he's, he's trying to like make it pop with the power of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's satisfying.
1: I call that the deck of cards, because he looks like he's a magician when they make the deck of cards go from one hand to the other. It's, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's nice. I like the one you knew about this. Oh yeah, where he's, uh, that's like um, holding up a photo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like holding up two photos, comparing yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> the pointing at the moon, that's the best one, up there.
3: Yeah, that pose was interesting because it was the tricep pose, it was one of the first early ones in the documentary. Most guys go for a more obvious tricep, and he So he,
1: uh, did we, we didn't talk about this already, did we? The fact that he cheated on a lot of the poses.
3: No. So he got into a
1: he was, uh, that's, so there was a lot of animosity around, because Arnie's so good at bodybuilding, so that whenever he got, whenever they call out a tricep pose or a specific pose, he would use poses that best, um, showed what he had to work with. So there were a bunch of parts of his body that weren't where he wanted them to be. And uh, he was real cheeky about the fact that he could get away with doing poses and being like, oh yeah, I'm kind of doing the tricep. But what he was really showing off is like, whoa, look at it, look at the biceps. Because his arms were incredible.
2: Oh, is that what, I thought he was just, I thought he was just
1: cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was also just cool, but he was a dick about being cool in that oh, way. he was
2: such a dick. I think i have seen this already. Yeah, where well, they were wiggling. Yeah, just, ah, and he was just smiling at the other
1: day. I was like, fuck, you're a bully, but
2: you're cool. He knew how, <laughs> he, knew how he was
0: going to win. He was playing to his strengths, yeah. Um, one, one thing that we can't miss is the Jim being I this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Did, it, did, it, did it pause there, too? Did it freeze frame at the end of did that? Did it
0: freeze frame at the end of that? It, it like fade out. This. But yeah, maybe that's what stopped it from being released. Um, but yeah, he just sporadically decided, does it? Do an advert for a liquor, which I thought was really interesting. Which
1: I think is a fun thing that you would just joke about backstage, but wouldn't expect to stay in a documentary. Yeah, <laughs> you know where you're like, wait, did you talk to Jim Bean? Are they paying us? Are we getting it? No, no, no. We just left it in because it was fun. Who was the guy who was with him in that shot?
2: That, that
1: fucking yes man. That like, the, so the yes man who had, uh, when Arnie came off from performing, we've, I have no idea who this guy is, but he's yeah, just sitting he's there so and he goes, <laughs> it's exactly like it used to be. I mean, I was so turned on. It brought yeah. me back to so many great mo- memories. And Arnie like paused, he's like, so moving on.
2: <laughs> the
1: language they used to do, like when he was doing the poses and he was like, brutal. Yeah. Ah.
3: Oh. Confused. Yeah, <laughs> like, you say I'm not confused, are you confused? What's Do you not know how to feel? I that? assumed he was his manager or something, and that's why he was just waking up his ego the entire time, but it's kind of funny now to think he's just some random dude. He's <laughs> yeah. just a guy who was backstage. These kingfishers are delicious, thanks. I was trying to get some Jim
1: Bean mixers, but I couldn't find <laughs> anything. Uh, at the at my local uh, off licence. Did you have the special jug to no, drink but, um, them from? Mm, the cap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here we go. We put it in the cap there. Oh God, uh, Tom not making it through. Yes,
3: please. That was fucking devastating. That was brutal. But the camera followed him. <laughs> with like an extreme close up. And then he had that little look back to the camera to see if they were following him.
1: And he saw the camera Oh, he's like,
2: What did he say?
1: He, uh, I wrote it down. Gonna ask if I'm depressed? Oh. Yeah. But I'm the best I can be right now.
0: Oh. That was really interesting because it was so meta. Like this was 1980 and, and he really broke the fourth wall with it. And it was, it was very raw. Yeah. Which, was, which was cool. I, I, that was probably the most interesting part of the whole movie for me was that the rawness of that moment.
1: And he was—I feel like he was actually open and uh, was—he was what made this uh, for as little as it is watchable. Watchable. Yeah.
0: He made it the most possible because he—it felt like the most um, personal relationship that you had with, with anybody in the movie.
2: Yeah.
1: He was—he was—he
2: was very honest, mm-hmm. even like even, though it sometimes made him look like an idiot. Yeah. He was very honest, and I liked him. I felt bad for him. Yeah, even it,
0: if he did look like a bizarre chick mom. So. Yeah. <laughs> just the, the biggest jowls and the tiniest mustache, and the weirdest hair.
1: He got caught in a style vacuum because <laughs> of the seventies to eighties transition. Right? Yeah, he was just because that's in the middle. issue. Is that it's like it's not like there's nothing wrong with what he was doing. It just didn't all come together in his favor. Not that I'm a fashionable person. No, but it's a,
0: it's a wide jaw that constantly felt like he'd, he was like, was like, oh, you part hamster?
1: People pay good money for that jaw. If he had been born ten years later, you picture him in the, in the early 90s with that jaw. Oh, he would have taken care of business. Look out, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Tom Platts is in the house. And his jaw will be here soon. It takes a <laughs> while to get in. It's, it's very strong. <laughs> he walked in backwards. <laughs> That's the thing is, he, his body had to be as strong as his jaw was. That's true. It
3: was very hard work. It did feel like yeah when he said that depression-like line, like there was going to be another freeze frame, and yeah. then it would just have his dead of birth and dead of death. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is dedicated. <laughs>
1: Roll credits. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't roll the credits. We checked in with Arnie in what was clearly an interview that was done after the, oh, uh, because he was. That was the only moments that he seemed happy was uh, Arnie looking like he was on a ranch.
3: Let's say it went from Tom being quite upset to straight to Arnold saying, I don't even really take this seriously. Yeah! That was just so, so obvious that he'd already won. i just won. Laugh at myself. you yeah. got to
1: say it's funny, right? Look at this silly thing that we're all trying to achieve that I'm the master of again. <laughs> yeah! Oh, it's, it's the greatest bookman man in the yeah, world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just so silly. I don't even know why we spend you're all of my life building up to this moment. <laughs> Don't undercut it, army. Jesus, it felt like he was poo-pooing on people continuing bodybuilding. Like he was like, I'm done with this trivial sport, guys. <laughs> I've clocked it. Why, yeah, why, why, why yeah why? exactly. I clocked it seven times. <laughs> seven times. It's not even that hard. It's not, I barely, I did barely even worked for the last one. <laughs> He's Conan
3: now. He doesn't have to worry.
1: Exactly. He's Conan now, which is very exciting. Um, what did you
3: guys think
0: of the, uh, of, the of the acceptance speech? Because
2: uh, what he said, it was like, um very uh, tough competition this year. That's all I can remember. Yeah. That it cuts off there. It cuts off. It seems like he's about to go on for fifteen minutes, but then they just. It
0: does not have a failure.
1: <laughs> uh, I- so from what I read, the reason it cuts off is because there was so much commotion in the audience and there was booing and a lot of like weird shouting. Well you can sort of hear it when he comes up, you can still kind of hear boos. Yeah,
3: you hear
4: like, <laughs>
3: So it would have been. It would have been great if the documentary had all this controversy yeah. within it. You know, if it portrayed all that, that would have made, well, we, we didn't have the budget, budget for that. <laughs> that was
0: one thing that was weird about the whole like documentary. Is that there is a really interesting subtext to the whole thing, which is vaguely hinted at that, but never actually implicitly spoken of us.
1: I think it's important to remember too is that the sport was still very young. Like you mm-hmm. know, it still was not a super established sport. So I think the idea of them going, "Hey, look at all this controversy," would have been very. Bold to do to a burgeoning, yeah, you know, like yeah. Whoa. I
0: mean, uh, CBS was there, and it was the first year that they were going to actually uh, publicly broadcast this this event, and they ended up pulling it. and oh, um, there's no like sure reason why, but some people. Specifically... Where's that footage? Yeah. release those
1: tapes Ooh. because these this one was on VHS. It was awful. <laughs> it
2: was um. It was talking about their controversy stuff. The way they started the film made it seem like they might go into it. With how um that Bill dude was talking about it, Arnie comes back and wins it. It means that bodybuilding hasn't evolved or whatever he said. And It it made it sound like they would have a big drama about it. And then he came back and wins it and nothing (laughs) was there. So
1: basically, no, yeah, no, bodybuilding hasn't evolved. It was the equivalent of watching all of Inception, but they just cut out that last scene. (laughs) You're like, oh, I guess maybe... Wait, what? Oh, it's over. I guess nothing. What do you think? What are other it's good? Like, ones? It's like watching the one,
2: with <laughs> Benjy <Badgett> Lee prevails, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he becomes the most
1: powerful man in the universe. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, I don't know much about fools. I mean, that sounds like a
1: better movie. My no. I, my understanding of the one was that he prevailed. He got oh. to hang out at the top of that uh, no, pyramid. That's, prison. that's just some To big, be fair,
0: uh, that, that, I think that's all he ever really wanted yeah. as, as a character. I'm Yulaw. I'm nobody's bitch.
1: It's important to get that into twice. This
0: is my last <laughs> resort. <laughs> Suffocation,
1: no reason. that's You'll
0: question. notice I always
1: bail on any musical offer I make that's <laughs> not Arnold singing Hallelujah. <laughs> terribly um, excellent. Well, that was the comeback. Um, we're going to take a very brief break at which point I'm sure Mike will track down some uh, video game continue music oh yeah or, uh, I'll some, get some there we go uh, or just take any of the soundtrack from this movie it's interchangeable <laughs> who could tell we'll be back in a second very funny
0: Back for bits. Here's the bits. We're gonna start off with some
1: La trivia, baby. La trivia, baby.
0: Yeah. So let's jump in. The first one is uh, the movie The Comeback was titled as Total Rebuild on VHS format in the UK. Why
2: is that?
1: Because he totally rebuilt himself.
0: It's mainly because of the movie Total Recall. Oh,
1: oh is that true? Yeah. Oh, that's an awful, awful reason to do that. (laughs) Also, it doesn't make sense because his body was already, like he hadn't, he didn't, it makes it sound like he was in an awful accident and he had to come back from that to actually win. Frank was, Frank was was a total rebuild. Frank Zane. Yeah, Frank Zane. That's her, true. Yeah. Yeah, her, um... That's the next bit of trip, Yeah. All right, Frank Zane, the defending three-time Mr. Olympia champion, entered the contest after recovering from a life-threatening injury. I don't know what, it, what the injury was, yeah. but it was life-threatening. Although Zane had completely recovered and had retained his definition, much of his muscular size from the year before was missing.
2: What was the injury? Does anyone know what the actual injury was?
1: I think
0: it was
2: a car crash, but I, I don't know that for sure. Bad breakup. When, when, they, when they say, um, like, recovered from a life-threatening injury and they don't specify the injury, I always just assume he got his dick pulled in something. <laughs> <laughs> Is just something embarrassing? When,
1: when That's the, the, the thing, yeah, without defining it, it always makes it sound more exciting.
0: But when was the last time a, a, a dick being caught in something it was life-threatening? Unless it was, like, causing a passing train? <laughs> Which
1: also, be careful out there, folks, all right, just... Yeah,
0: don't let your dick out near a train track.
1: It's just poor form. <laughs> and if you do, put a little hard hat on it. Just a little... <laughs> but he's, yeah, he made, he made it in, he survived, uh, um, although some people didn't really survive this actual... this competition. No, um, uh,
0: here's another bit of trivia. The loss and resulting controversy had a major impact on Mike Mensah. Personally and professionally, it'd be the last time he competed in professional bodybuilding. Know,
1: how, how does that mean he killed himself? No, no, he just retired because he oh. was real mad. He was real mad
2: that he didn't win. He was like, He'll do, fuck this. Killed his own career. Did he get into the finals or nah? Nah, he's just stopped after this. He's like, this is bullshit. How,
1: how far did he place in the competition in the year? Was he like top 10? Yeah, he was in the final seven. He was, mm. uh, he was in there. I think he got a come in third. Uh, he was tied for fourth.
0: Tied for fourth, yeah. Black dude came
1: sequence. Um, Mike Dickerson? I don't have it, I don't have it. A... <laughs> nobody, well, he
0: was actually gay. Yeah, he was gay. Yeah. 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 yeah, um... There was some controversy around that because uh, there was still some, some real stigma attached. Which meant that nobody believed that he had a real chance of winning. Which is sad. Because yeah. he was, he was fucking built.
1: Yeah, he was super cut. And he
2: was black also. And Australians don't like that.
0: Oh,
1: that is true. Or the gays until recently.
2: Yeah, black gay guy.
1: No chance. Congratulations
2: no. on Silver Middle Mate. You've done very well for yourself considering.
0: So continuing the controversy, uh, backstage, Frank Zane held his fair place trophy against the wall, and Menster and Co. left their trophies behind, vowing never to return to Australia again.
3: <laughs> and Arnold took them all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: These are mine now You know, this is it, this is our mine I'm taking them home
0: And then he melted them down and turned them into the Conan sword oh, that
1: great You zoom right in on the 4K version of Conan You can just see, the
3: i Mike like Mentor. That's great, yeah, the Conan sword is made of the melted statue Of the oh, enemies, the enemies.
0: Yeah. Oh. Is there anything better than the, the lamentations of, of your enemies? No. Have their women driven before you? (laughs)
3: I've got some trivia. Tom Platts had a small role in Twins. What? Is that on your list? I didn't
1: know that. I'm looking forward to that.
3: Yeah.
1: Although we didn't talk about the fact that, um, speaking of people with uh, roles in other movies, oh god, where was it? What's his... um, Ken Waller. Ken Waller had a cameo in this. What? Ken Waller, I'm sure it was Ken Waller, has one shot of him smelling someone's speedo. <laughs> yeah. s- I remember that seems like Ken Waller. I'm sure that was Ken Why Waller. Why does he just pop up and do
0: weird things he and is. leave
1: again? <laughs> Excellent, that's been Hustle uh, Trivia, baby. Now we're gonna move on to I'm Back. I'm back, baby. Pitch the sequel. Terrific, so Hollywood is calling. The documentary is a hit. Uh, whether it was or not, that doesn't matter. Um, but we want, uh, we want the two of you guys to pitch what you, in your dream scenario, would have the follow-up documentary to this be. Anthony, we'll start with you. What do you, what, what do you want to see happen
3: next? Well, I thought, because these guys that were in this, they are the, the most elite, elite, musliest men ever in existence. And I thought for the sequel, you should have the top 10 strongest animals in the world all on the stage together. So the list goes, you're going to have a grizzly bear, an ox, a tiger, a gorilla, an African bush elephant, a leafcutter ant, uh, the rhinoceros beetle, and a dung beetle. A lot of beetles. And then Arnold. Oh, Arnold has to compete
1: against them. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, when you say Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> and Ringo. Just Ringo coming in shit. Yeah, they were like, he's going to survive anyway. Peace
0: and love, peace
1: and love. <laughs> so, this, would it be a standard stadium? Are they doing a pose off or is this more is this of just, a gladiatorial? Is this,
0: is this the Thunderdome? It is the
1: Thunderdome. Bunch of animals enter. Possibly one man leaves. Eh, it's less catchy. <laughs>
0: I really I'm really curious to see how how far the ant gets one species will leave. Yeah. Well the ant you how
1: you gotta track it down.
3: You gotta find it. You
1: imagine being in a hole like you're in like a big old Thunderdome and you have to kill like find an ant and kill it. Once it drops that leaf. Invisible. (laughs) (laughs) Why did it carry a leaf in to
3: start with? Sure enough. Oh, it's
1: got its flair, of course. You all gotta, yeah, it's like when boxes come in with the big, yeah, with their coats on.
3: Yeah, I get it. Or maybe because ants are like one large organism, there'd be millions of them.
1: That's cheating, right. If they can bring a million ants, alright, I can bring a million elephants.
3: So, I think, are they fighting? Are the animals fighting? (laughs) Sure.
0: I think it's more interesting than watching them collaborate.
3: Will this be legal? It might have to be produced on an island out in the middle of the ocean mm. to get away with it. International waters, baby! Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, we'll just build a fake island in the middle of the ocean.
0: Yeah, we should get Jeff Goldblum to, uh, to commentate the whole thing. I'll be honest, I'm giving, a, I'm giving Arnie a fighting chance.
1: I don't think so. Uh, I think he's gonna die. He took out a predator? I mean, I think that a very specially trained version of him took out a predator in a movie. No, it was real. But this is competition, right? This is like straight into it. Is Franco there to oil him up? Josiah, <laughs> you look so stunned. So, the order- so there's 10 animals. So it's a documentary <laughs> about a bunch of animals and Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's
3: the strongest of every, like the top 10 strongest species.
1: And because Arnold's the strongest human, he's representing us.
3: And are they gonna, they're gonna fight?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. It's like, yeah. The elephant would won. <laughs> there we go. That's where my money's at. I knew it. I well, that's knew. settled. That is $10 that is coming back to me.
3: But what? they do call it Mr. Universe and it's just Earth. What about aliens? Hey, have a really no, no. It's like the Super oh, Bowl. It's actually, open to everyone.
2: You get the Predator in me. The... Yeah, yeah. Oh, predator yeah, right? be in there. Yeah, wait, wait. wait. So what's this movie? One of the
1: Jet Lees from another universe. <gasps> oh, Dimension. Dimensional, like <laughs> radical. <laughs> Dimensional. Dimensional. All right. Uh, do you have a title for it? Or the ones. The ones.
4: The ones. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. I love it. I'm into it. Go on, Josiah. What, what,
2: what have you got? So it's a docudrama. Okay. Of- I like the idea you know how like Arnold's like the the strongest he's ever well not strongest but like the most powerful bodybuilder there's ever been okay imagine if there's more than one Arnold Schwarzenegger uh huh and the thing is the Arnold we have he might he might seem like a nice guy
1: but there's another Arnold (laughs) in the alternate dimension for a moment I thought you were pitching the sixth day but now I'm pretty sure you're pitching us the one, but with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Spoiler alert, Jesus. i <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like, keep bringing bring me in. What else do you want? Right, so like Arnold Schwarzenegger, is real powerful, you know. Mm-hmm. And
2: for some reason, he keeps winning these competitions, but like he's, each, each and every year he gets stronger and stronger and it's just getting weird now how strong he is. And no one knows why. It's like, this, is, this isn't right now. Why are you so strong? And then <laughs> out of... Jason Statham. I don't remember what happens in the one. but that, <laughs> It doesn't matter. Jason Statham and Ving Ramirez. Is it Ving? I think it's Ving, yeah. They, they, they come to Earth. They're like, whoa, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wash out. There is another... Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he doesn't like you. And he's, he's, he's got the same... He's also very well built.
1: So how much of this is documentary? <laughs> this is when the Arnold walks into the room, and then the other Arnold turns and looks at him.
2: Yeah.
1: There can be only one. He turns around, so you, they,
2: they don't fight, because he's a pacifist. They're both pacifists. That's you, why they're bodybuilds yeah, the victory. Got, so instead of fighting, they just flex. They flex at each it's other. A pose off? It's a pose-off? It's a pose-off, bro. <laughs> it's a fucking pose-off. I'm like, going
1: to make you pose. Off. Yeah, yeah I, like did face
0: face off yeah. I did the face off
1: motion. I did the face off. You can't you can't see it, but I'm going to put the thing is
0: like oh. the loser instantly dies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the real confusing part was when one of them he uh takes his speedo and swaps it for the other guy's speedo and you can't tell which of the two of them is posing except for Kemwala. Yeah.
2: Snuffing <laughs> on this. I know these ones. <laughs> the thing is um there's actually a two and I but he doesn't like to fight. He just he just shows up to sing during the uh, during the pose <laughs> off. He, he sings, sings a wonderful rendition. <laughs> Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. This song is about peace. We can't be posing against each other. Hallelujah.
2: Well, the thing is, um, these two these two poses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've unknowingly done a which right. <laughs> <laughs> This, these are bad Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And
1: singing Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's
2: there as well. He's trying to peacekeeper. These, these two guys, they're going too hard, and eventually, they they pose off too 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 hard that they both die.
1: Well, no. How do they big burst blood they vessel? Explode. They yeah. explode. Yeah, it's a danger.
2: And
3: hallelujah. He's the one uh, he was the one the whole time it was never about the other two
2: we made that up we just made that up right now was awesome we've done this we've done this that we have
3: achieved
2: uh <laughs> do we have a name for it um what was your one the ones oh mine's on the comeback two <laughs> <laughs>
1: All <laughs> then uh, the oh, tagline is the one. Thing. Oh, I was going to do, it's uh, the comeback to, the comeback to, Colin, greatness. So it's the comeback <laughs> to greatness. Oh, come back to greatness? <laughs> nice. You know, because oh, then again. you're like, oh, these two are fighting and fighting and then it's like, no, fighting isn't what it's about. It's all about Musical doing Leonard tones. Cohen covers. Big physical form. What a beautiful man. It's just a, an immaculate man. Uh, well, th- I'm, uh, We will get both of those uh, emailed off to Hollywood ASAP uh, because I will watch both of them. One of them sounds a, a lot more legally ambiguous, just the amount of endangered animals killing each other. If the other it, one...
2: If it's in international laws then um, yeah.
1: Then it's free. Everyone can do what we want. It's
2: on the lost island. <laughs> oh, no, smoke monster. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched Lost. I've literally watched all of Lost. It's like, like the only thing I know about television is Lost. Is Lost? Is they ask me a question. Um, they... What the Jack's tattoo mean? Nothing. Did he have a tattoo? <laughs> oh yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Because that stupid episode where he goes to bloody Malaysia and hang hangs out with the hooker. It's tattooing shit. What is, it says something like, um, "You're a cool guy" or something like, "You're a great guy" or something like, "You're, well, You're a leader."
0: Yeah, it was just a bunch of bullshit, was it? Yeah,
2: because she wasn't supposed to
0: tattoo. It, no, it's because he had the tattoo, and it was during the rice's strike. And like, I'm oh, need to explain this. Oh, that's <laughs> true. And they just made an awful episode of television. he got the It
2: opens if he's flying a kite. Hey? Is yeah. he flying a kite? Yeah, he's just flying yeah, a kite on, on the beach. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, and then the other people show. Like, why are all these people on the island? Where do these people come from on the island? And you're like, ah, oh, it's not that island. It's is a different island. Do you
0: remember the one where the couple get bitten by the weird spiders? Oh, and they yeah. get rid life? <laughs> That's
2: alright. These <laughs> fucking dudes here for like half a season just <laughs> saying shit like every now and then they'll be like, Paulo, don't do that. And then they get murdered. They get fucking murdered. Lost. <laughs> <Lust>. Ba-boom. <laughs>
1: oh,
2: buried alive. That would suck, man.
1: Quote time. Every movie uh, is rich with one-liners and absurd dialogue. Now, of course, this was a documentary, so not as many quips as a standard 80s uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. However, there were some beautiful moments in this, of the very uh, brief moments that people were actually talking and not just posing in front of video game uh, character-select music. Uh, So what we want to do is find out what your favorite quotes were.
3: Mine is very simply Tom Platt's, I question my existence.
0: That's, that's real like deep. I Love, it? loved it. Just throw that in.
1: Yeah, I think I, uh, he, he was very deep and he also had some really great moments through this. Uh, my quote's also from Tom Platts. So uh, we'll do that man, thing. We'll do, Did you also have a Tom Platts one? Oh, man, he's a uh, fucking mean machine, that guy. He is a mean machine. The quote, well, part. My quote was uh, right at the end when Tom's weightlifting uh, and the documentarian goes, Do you ever feel like giving it all away? And he he does so great. He's like giving what, like, it so perfectly in the moment. He's like, what are you even talking about? And the guy's like, training. And he he said, no, it's home. You know, I can't. You just always want to go back home. That's the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Now, he didn't say, that's the shit. That's me. I added, Uh that's the shit. Because that is the shit. Like, that is so amazing. Like, I really love that moment where he's like, because the documentarian did so good of like, hey, do you, do you ever think about giving up? And he's like, we, you can't give up. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is what... And I think so often in life, we try and find those things. Like, what is the thing that we love, that we want to do? What do we, we dive into? Mike's giving me the same face he gave me on Pumping Iron when I chose a heartfelt quote. <laughs> All right? And as, and as long as you keep making me watch these documentaries about people bettering themselves and overcoming the adversity of the human emotional center that's the heart uh then i will keep finding heartfelt quotes hashtag wholesome Mm, wholesome (laughs) swell swole Wholesome. Wholesome. wholesome wholesome i just thought it was really beautiful like i think that it was a nice moment for him it was a good place to end on with him of just being like this is what i do like this isn't a you know it wasn't like hey do you do you want to stop wearing a fedora yeah, it was it was like, Hey, do you wanna you know not have your face anymore? It's like, This is just my face. Alright. And admittedly there's a lot of chin in here, but I'll stick with it.
3: It's also funny how the yeah the, the documentarians were kinda of poking him with a stick a little bit. Oh the whole see what through they can way out of them. Do you ever feel like just giving it all up now you have just lost?
1: Now that you're a big loser <laughs> now that you're a big old big old suck it up loser, why don't you just you, you lose you lost? Just, uh, what, what was your favorite moment, um, your favorite quote? My, my, my one's also from
2: Tom Platt's. Tom you know, Platt's there's, nailed it. There's, there's a point where he's, um, working out in the mirror, and some guy from Poseidon, he's like, just another random old dude. This guy it's was like, you look better than ever. And then Tom, Tom Platt, oh shit, I forgot what he said. It's not important, because it's not my quote. <laughs> Sorry. It's like a back, back and forth. Yeah, it's like back and forth. He says something to the effect of, um, it's like you, you're good. You're looking very good. Like this is the best you've ever looked. See, that's my quote. But I need the information from before, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so that you can understand. You set why yourself it's up. Such a funny quote. But i would say something like next year is now, and then Tom says, "You've been reading some philosophy too." I see. I know was just funny because like the. the it wasn't. He just said some. He yeah, was just yeah to It was a very
1: throwaway comment, like, you know, yeah. like, hey, Nick, there's always next year. Well, next year is today.
2: And then he says, um, "I've been doing that every night now, reading philosophy." The other guy is like, "Which is good." And then Tom's just like, "It's interesting." <laughs> it seems <sounds>
3: like
1: <laughs> it
2: clears his mind. Yeah, it keeps my mind
1: clear. Which is the opposite of what reading yeah. philosophy does for me. You I'm should. like, the last thing I need to do is be thinking consciously about what this is all about before I'm going to sleep.
2: I feel like, yeah, you shouldn't read philosophy and then be like, oh, okay, now I can sleep now because oh, I haven't taken in any of this
1: information. No, oh, yeah, I guess in a way it is all meaningless and the struggle is just simply flesh passing through time. Good night. And Mike, have you got your quote?
0: Yeah, so my one is, is very simply during the scene where he was uh, slapping the, the weights on the bar, and he said, <laughs> in films, if the camera is around, always do this. <laughs> I just I enjoy that he's a natural showman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, he's, he's aware of, of what he's meant to be doing, and
1: he does it. All right, that's the end of quote time. Alright, so that brings us to our final thoughts. It's very important for us to go, hey, what, what did you guys think? Did, you, did the movie hold up uh, 37 years later? Um, would you
0: recommend it? Is it something that you would, you would tell anyone to watch at any time?
3: Uh, ironically, with a group of friends, stoned, maybe. You know, like a bad, good movie, that kind of thing.
1: Mm, yeah. Okay. Oh man, those posing scenes would go on way too long.
3: How about you,
2: Desire? Never. i would never watch this film again i watched it i was incredibly angry i watched it twice i watched it once i was like that's a dumb film and then i watched it again just to make sure yeah just to make sure i was correct and then i watched it for 10 minutes again so i didn't really watch i just watched another 10 minutes of it and then i thought
1: "Mm." so if anyone wants to know how uh, what the best style of rickroll would be for josiah day would be send him (laughs) I
0: think it's a good movie. If, you, if you're a fan of, uh, of bodybuilding, I think it's an interesting artefact of the time. Uh, it's pretty cool to see Arnie in that mid-transitional period between basically the villain and, uh, and Conan, just before he came up to be the superstar that he was destined to be. But as a movie, it's not the best. It's fine.
1: Yeah, it is below fine <laughs> uh, But it's very exciting for us the uh, um, Because it means that we're through the 70s. Yeah, uh, which is great. We made it through the 70s um, Before before we sign off we like to uh, every movie you know has a good tagline You know they always have that you know um, that line that makes it, it draws us in um, We have no idea what the tagline was for the comeback oh, no. um, it never So got an official release It never <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how we got to see it, but what we do like to do is offer you the chance to give it a tagline that you think it should have had. It got time to read.
3: Yeah, I got one. Pumping irons, Danny DeVito. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that is very
2: astute. <laughs> mm, that's pretty good. How about you, Josiah? Trying to think of one. Uh, that comeback. It's Okay, <laughs> <laughs> put him, put him, watch it again. Yeah, the comeback, watch it once for a podcast.
0: <laughs> I, I, I was, um, the comeback, sponsored by Jim Bean. <laughs> yeah, as,
2: as,
1: that's uh, that's <laughs> it. Just...
3: We covered it, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, just a
1: little <laughs> bit. Huh? oh my god well that has been the comeback that has been an epic undertaking we are so grateful for you guys uh to join us josiah i'm so sorry to put you through that uh anthony i'm less apologetic you don't seem to have had as much of an issue with it
3: if anything it seems to change your life for the better i really enjoyed it thank you both for joining us thanks for having us thank you i have to get you on my upcoming podcast uh watching every benedict cumberbatch movie back to back Without stopping. Back to Cumberbatch. The... It's called Cumberbinge. <laughs> Cumberbinge.
1: <laughs>
0: that sounds like a fun time. Okay, till so next time. This has been Albie uh, Backcastle. And go. uh, goodbye.
2: Bye bye. 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 Uh,
0: we're all waving. We're all waving.
1: It gets edited there anyway. <laughs> <Very> funny <laughs> <laughs> That was the I'll Be Back catalogue with our wonderful guests Anthony, Patrick, Colleen, and Josiah Day discussing the comeback. I won it again!
0: Yeah, you did. But next up, we're finally getting into it. The quintessential Arnie classic.
1: Conan the Barbarian. I worked out just for that role. Yeah, you, you did. And well, now we're moving on to the great movies. They are all great movies.
0: Of course they are, Arnie. You're the best.
1: You know it. Around I'm Stephen Lyons
0: And I'm Mike Kevin And this has been I'll be backcast lot
1: uh, that, was, uh, that wasn't me That was the, the punchy guy That was Rocky He's the best around Alright I'm just the best in square